You screamed acid attack quite a lot last week. I went back to the house and started cleaning out all of Alison's things. A few weeks later, I woke in the middle of the night to the sound of a baby crying. My brain was prepared to see the room empty, and I saw Alison standing there in front of it. Mm. It broke my heart to see that she was looking down at nothing. Like, it's, it's, <clears throat> it's creepy and a bit sexy. Not for me. You said it just a bit too fast for me to um, believe that, happily. <laughs> a card from Alison's cousin, Laisha, triggered my memory. Laisha was a medium. I'll share the words she shared with me. I think I've just shit. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Ghost Hands. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. That was not good again. Look at us there. That's much more professional, isn't mm. it? I've only just noticed that bat on the U as well. That's good, isn't it? Yeah, a lovely bat. It gives me a Nightmare Before Christmas vibes. Yeah, this is Halloween. This yeah. is Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Halloween. Yeah, yeah. A boogie woogie. <laughs> boogie woogie, man. I don't know if that's how the song goes. How does it go? Um, it's me, Mr. Boogie. Boogie woogie boogie. Is he the um, the town crier? No, man? he's the man who's made out of a fucking pillowcase, isn't he, at the end? Mm. Well, uh, 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 a bag, a bag, a bag, a bag. A hessian bag. What's this? What's this? There's magic in the air. What's this? What's this? <laughs> I love that film. It's one of me. I put it. I used to watch it every night. Mm. It explains why we are how we are. Yeah. Last year, I wa- I think I watched it every night. Every night. Every night to go to sleep because yeah. it made me so happy. Any Tim Burton film like that, Corpse Bride. Not seen it. Fuck off. Mm-mm. Okay, you need to go home today and watch that. Have you well, got a gig tonight? Yeah. Come home after your gig. And watch Corpse Bride. It's so it? Nightmare Before Christmas vibes, isn't it, Barney? Yeah, yeah. I was it's so good. Um, watching Creep because I've not seen it. You're not seen. Oh, I love Creep, yeah. but it's a bit. It's not fun. Creepy. It is horrible. Is it? Is it quite like gory? Like it. It's I don't gory like... and it's creepy. Mm. It's all. You need to watch it with someone, probably in the day, morning time. Really? Yeah. But I like being scared. Do you like being scared on your own in the house? No, I'd have to watch it with Johnny. Uh, is Johnny going to be at home tonight? Well, I hope so. <laughs> don't know. Don't know where he goes at night, really. Off having those meetings again. Yeah, meetings, all right. Um, meetings. <laughs> um, no, watch Corpse Ride. And also, have you seen Frank and Weenie? Nope. Fuck's sake. That Frank and Weenie is such a good film. Have you seen that, Barney? Uh... I actually haven't seen Frank and Weenie. For no. fuck, you call yourselves ghost hunts. <laughs> Barney, you've been going round town. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming from the top of your lungs. <laughs> I am Barney Lowe and I'm a ghost hunt. And it's we're, 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 frankly a lie. We're a sham. We're a Broads. sham. So go home, please, and watch uh, Frank and Weenie and Corpse Bride. Now, um, just a little bit of admin. 
for this episode. Um, you might have noticed uh, last week uh, and the week before you you couldn't hear Barney, which is a real shame uh, because he he was giving us some gems and some knowledge um, about my ancestry actually and my identity. And I just quite like to clear this up. Uh, priests, I think I asked Barney uh, just confirmation of where that comes from. Oh yeah, so it's um, Barney. Didn't you say that it definitely is not Welsh? Hundred percent English. Not name. yet. Um, no, it's English. not the outskirts of Cambridge. Yes. I'm um, so glad. You can all fuck off. I'm so glad that we have got right. that on. That was such an easy open goal. I'm people, so glad it? that you brought that because I was going to bring it up and I think it is... I'm not from Cambridge. For the best that you have been called out on your lying because it's getting a bit much now and it's just... I'm not lying. You just lie all the time. I'm You Welsh. lie. Why do you lie? Why, Why are you looking at my bubble tea like that? It looks really nice. Yeah, it does look I nice. really wish I'd had one. Um, so I'm glad we've cleared that up. Great. I'm from Cambridge. Um, <laughs> so I've got a bubble tea and it's got lychee boba. You're such a bit. Boba. You, when, you first, when you first tried mine, you were like, that is foul. <laughs> and two seconds later, you were like, it's actually delicious, isn't it? Mm. Isn't it delicious? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So hello. Yeah. Why don't you tell everyone? How amazing your whip went last night. Oh, my God. Do you know what? That has been she worrying me it. for weeks. We had the one and only live at the Apollo, Sakisa Ramsini. We had Susie Priest of Cambridge opening oh, the show. Sake. I'm actually Egyptian. Is <laughs> fuck's sake. From Egypt to Cambridge. You're going to burn in hell. So, she, You're Susie, drown, Susie so. was my most wonderful support act last night, which mm. was great. Everybody loved you. Um, and then well, I did 55 minutes of fucking comedy. You smashed it. it was I was so looking good. at my watch and I was like, come on, come on. Yeah. It was come great. on. That's good, isn't it? Were you very nervous before? I wasn't nervous. I was just, I was more like, I was apprehensive and I was, I was, I just really wanted it to go well. Because did you, I felt in the air that it was going to go well. Yeah. Like everybody vibes. was in a really good mood. The the the, play, the venue was packed. Mm. Bonnie was behind the bar, actually. It was a team effort. Oh, venue was packed. All the Huns were there. All the Huns. Well, one of them. The other two have got some catching up to do. Yeah. Well, Corpse Bride and Franken-Sister or whatever. Franken-Weenie, <laughs> you bellend. <laughs> there was them two 18-year-olds on the front row. Oh, my god. Who were gosh. loving it, but they were at the bar, like, ordering shots, and they were like, we've got a mock tomorrow. And I was like, oh, no. I, sh- I should be like, go home. Even if I had a mock. Study. Smear exam the next day, I wouldn't be able to handle it after just a night of shots. <laughs> shots before it, mind you. I remember going, I remember like doing my GCSEs and I'd run into a, you know, the netball um, cages that you have to duck, like basketball cages you have to duck down into to get into. Do you know what I mean? Like in American gangster films, you always see nope. them. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you I get onto a basketball court and it's like, do you know what I mean, Barney? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have to duck to get, it's like the, the diamond metal. Are you talking? Oh, fuck off. Um, are you talking about like a basketball hoop? No, I'm I not. That's <laughs> insane, isn't it? <laughs> Funny. Why are you doing something wrong? No, no. You're talking Honestly, shit. I'm gonna <laughs> go the, well, I wanted to basically. I ran because I was about 16 at the time, and you know when you're out getting pissed in the park. Mm, with your mm, with your sixteen year old boyfriend and his sixteen. I didn't have friends. a boyfriend, but yeah. Okay, you'd be in the van. Yeah, with your mates. And we all um, I think they nicked some bread off a lorry or something, and then everyone was like, "Run!" So we ran, and then I ran into the fence. Oh shit! Like smack into, and then the fence he went straight through my lip. Oh my god! Went to A and E next day to do a mock exam. Wow! Did but you I was ace absolutely the fine. exam? I didn't ace it, no, but I was fine. Fuck! I don't know if I was fine actually. I think I just like I think I, I think I failed all of them, but I don't think the, the fence was the reason. 
What do you think the moral of the story is? Don't get old. Shit. <laughs> I should have said that to them at the bar. Don't get I, old, guys. I realised that um, because they were 18, I was trying to be really cool. Mm. So I was like, guys, it's just a mock. It doesn't matter because it's a mock. Mm. But it didn't make me look cool. I bet they were like, we like, don't fuck off, old woman. Yeah, old, old haggard bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can say that, you can't. <laughs> Go away, old woman. By the way, um, you don't look Egyptian at all. <laughs> Where are you from? Siren Sester. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that was Kirk and Caster. Oh, no. Yeah, you're always a silly thought it was Kirk and Caster. Okay. Um, right. So, you know what we have to do. You know the drill. It's time to. Pick Am I going to do it or are you going to do it? I can if you want. Yeah, go on. Cause I, did I do it last time? Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, do you remember? The same one. Yeah. If that happens again, I'm out, guys. Because I think we're being haunted. Okay. Let's, let's find a card. Oh, where, where do I want to? This one. That one is calling was that? Was it calling you? Yeah. Who's that looks very grand, doesn't it? Are they more pentacles? Pen- more pentacles. So I've got the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of pentacles. One X, in other words, in Roman Latin. I don't know how you fucking... Oh, there's someone in here called the Haggard Man. It's like a picture of you on That's there. That's me, yeah. Uh, so it's a tarot card that symbolises success, independence, self-discipline, freedom, security and stability. Oh, my God. Uh, fuck, Yeah. <laughs> We've absolutely Ooh. smashed that. Pentacles. We're not, I don't know if we can call this independent. Win. I always wanted to be called independent. I don't think I am anymore. I think I've lost my independence. Why? Because I've become, well... Because you're not codependent real, with your man. Well, uh, no, not just that, but everybody. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm relying on everybody to kind of like... Life help. is a team effort. And anyone who goes Takes through a village. it solo is a... <laughs> Oh yeah, to all you single people out there that are, fa- <laughs> that are faithful listeners, Susie's about to mug you. Do you know, I, I actually heard something the other day that someone said, you know that song Flowers that Miley Cyrus has brought out? Yeah. Because it's such a... Yeah, because it's such like an anthem for the single people. They were like, I'm actually jealous of people. Like, I feel sorry for people in relationships because they can't enjoy that. Mm. And it's true, because I, that song is brilliant. It's so and I can't enjoy it as much because... And there's so many themes of revenge. Yeah, I want to be like, shall we break up for a bit? And like, yeah. <laughs> do something bad because I want I'll the release drama. release an album. Yeah, I'll release All about an album. it. It says in here, uh, just to add to the description, nine. The nine is a sign of independence and wealth, perhaps luxury. <laughs> oh, it encourages enjoying the fruits of one's labour. That's fucked That's up. That's mad. Fucking apple and lychee <laughs> in hand. That is fucking mental. I think this is a bit. Oh I think God. this is mad. Le- this has been a labor, a labor of love. Yeah, but it has. You know, it's fruit, been hard work. Fruity, juicy. Fruit, yeah, if we can just move on from that for one second. <laughs> Although every single week you've had a Starbucks. Yeah. And this week you've deviated from that, and this is the week that you've picked that. So That's maybe. so weird. So um, just for the listeners, I'm not even talking to you right now. Um, <laughs> Hannah and her boyfriend say to each other, "Are you due a feed?" No, I don't say it to him. It's all about you. you know, me. you said you did. No, I use it about me. I'm due a feed. Oh, fuck. Honestly, I don't think I've heard anything worse. Grim, right? No. It is grim. Barney, Barney, back me up. It's a bit grim. Why? (laughs) In what way? It's just a bit animal-esque, isn't it? But aren't we all animals? No, it's not the animal. I like animals. It's baby-like. It's like baby talk. Well, you've ruined it for me now because I hate that. I'm due a feed. No, I'm like, I'm due a food. (laughs) Is that how you say it? I'm due a food. (laughs) That's nothing less, baby. I'm more like a cockney. 
What's his name who did um, Sexy Beasts? Ray Winston. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> Ray Winston saying it, and that's the vibe. Uh... I'm Joe Feed, me. <laughs> what a fucking feed. <laughs> oh, Adam's a lucky man. <laughs> um... nose back, nose back. <laughs> I'd have a nose back, actually. Well... Um, I think that's a really good point of segue into the actual poddy. Yeah, fucking hell. And why we're here. It's been about 20 minutes of chatting shit. Um, Do you want me to Yeah, before start, we start. Susie, can you pull the curtain behind you so that I can... Absolutely, I can. Look at that. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck it. That's the one. This is so... This is the most comical. <laughs> this is like the fucking Chuckle Brothers. <laughs> Susie, for, for the listeners, Susie just... Susie was asked to pull the curtain across. She pulled the curtain across, which pulled it the other way. She went, ah, for fuck's sake. She stood up, pulled a plug out, tripped over mine and pulled my plug out. <laughs> You're welcome. Like Barry Chuckle. I am a little bit. No, I'm really clumsy. I keep, like, falling over in the flat. Like, we ha- like I honestly, I just, I'm a fucking walking nightmare. Um, but okay. um, anyway, listen, it's not about me. It's about the horror. So, um, shall we go into, uh, we left on a cliffhanger, didn't we? Two cliffhangers. Two cliffhangers. What would you like? Would you like part three of Tinder? Part four, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's the last, it's it's the last, the last one. one. I think we do that one first. Yeah, should we get yeah. Tinder? Let's get Tinder wrapped Let's up. wrap it up. Okay. Like, oh, I don't want to, do you know, as much as I do want to know the end of the story, I don't want to check in with fucking Derry. Yeah, can you um, catch people up of what's been going on? Um, so, basically, um, Derry's wife, dead. <laughs> No, Derry's wife Allison. died. Allison, Derry's wife died. His name's Derry because dickhead. Um, he died. He, she died. He was shagging twenty six year olds. She's come back. He then said, "Look, please leave me alone." She disappeared again. Then he started actually shagging a younger one, didn't he? Yeah. So he, and then he started shagging Phoebe, and they had a bit of oh yeah, rumpy pumpy on the shag. Okay, please. That's just please isn't it? stop there. <laughs> Oh, I think I've just lost my sexual libido. Come on, forever. you're no, due a feed. It's gone. It's you gone. can't. Thank you for ruining feed my sex Feed girl, life. can't. No, can't. feed girl. Thank you. That makes me sound like I'm horsey. <laughs> yeah. Here's the feed girl. Feed girl. Like in Downton Abbey. Here she is, the feed girl. <laughs> the one that carries around the, the feed. Rumpy pumpy. Rumpy, that's fucking... Rumpy pumpy in no. the shower. Stop it, please. Um. I don't... I don't... Do you know, I hate that. Yeah. But I also... I think I hate it more in your accent. It's very <laughs> Rumpy pumpy. Yeah. Rumpy. Darling. Rumpy Pumpy. Oh, Would you like to do some Rumpy Pumpy? Please, do, please. Okay, so him and Phoebe have been shagging. <laughs> wow, that, that shouldn't be better, but it is. It is better. And uh, then do you remember there was that scalding water? So basically the ghost of Alison has like poured some boiling hot water into the shower, scalded Phoebe back. Oh, of back, course. That's where we left off, Derry got burnt. And I'll, I'll just read the end of it. So end. you have the tail end of this. Yeah. Um, part three and then I'll go into part four if you have not if you've just joined us at part four you need to go away not completely yeah but go back go back and listen and then it all makes sense although they are kind of little like stories within themselves yeah but, um, but yeah you do need it does need to be made okay Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
got your happy price, price line. Um, I watched her reach back as the scalding water scorched her and I watched the soft skin on her back liquefy and slip away as she clawed at her back in a pained frenzy. The water caught my shoulder and I got the same treatment, a searing pain and the smell of burning flesh right under my nose. It's acid, isn't it? It's not going to be, it's not, is it going to be, is it scalding water or is it going to be acid? Could be. Did we, said, did we say acid last You time. screamed acid attack quite a lot last week. But, um, acid attack! Yeah. I yanked Phoebe out of the shower and wrapped her in a towel. She screamed and heaved in my arms as my eyes combed the bathroom for our assailant. I didn't see anyone, but I saw something written in the fog of the bathroom mirror. I watched everything. Oh, that's where we left off, wasn't that's it? That's where we left okay. off. Okay. Part four. Phoebe thankfully accepted that the shower incident was an issue with the water heater. She apparently Sorry? Didn't, she apparently didn't see Alison's message on the bathroom mirror. Stop, please. Yeah, you got a question. Oh, I've got a statement. You cannot smell scalded flesh when it's when your bathroom taps a bit up. Well, you know, Phoebe... You're not on fucking fire. Yeah, but when it's really, really hot, she must have thought she just got burnt. She's yeah, but got... He said he could smell... Flesh. Yeah, because you got burnt by the hot water. Nah, I'm not buying it. Mm, well, Phoebe's a bit... I mean, I don't trust you because you do lie. Me? Yeah. No, I don't. You do. <laughs> okay, should we carry on? She apparently <laughs> didn't see Alison's message on the bathroom mirror. She understandably walked away from our relationship after that night, though. Fair enough. And I didn't fight to keep her around. I needed a break from anything intense anyway. About fucking time. Mm. A few weeks later, I woke in the middle of the night to the sound of a baby crying. I knew where it was coming from, and I knew why it was there. Alison wanted nothing more than to have a baby, and I wanted to give that to her. We tried shortly after getting married, and it didn't take long to get pregnant. She knew it was a girl. We painted the guest room pink. We bought girls' baby clothes and a pink crib. We set it up in the guest room, even though there were six months to go. We were never happier. Alison miscarried. That's all I'm capable of writing about the situation. We kept trying after that with no success and it actually led to the discovery of her cervical cancer. The most painful part of me couldn't help but wonder if the cancer came from or had something to do with the miscarriage. After the diagnosis, we just tried to enjoy each other. We didn't get much longer together. I walked to the closed door of the guest room and I could hear the baby crying on the other side of it. I gave it a second, wallowing in the pain of it all before my anger and the world boiled over inside me and I threw the door open. My brain was prepared to see the room empty the way it had been since the miscarriage. Instead, I saw that pink crib in the far corner and I saw Alison standing there in front of it, her back to me, dressed in her sheer nightgown, the fabric barely clinging to her lithe frame. Mm. It broke my heart to see that she was looking down at nothing don't like that at all. No. Like, it's, it's, <clears throat> it's creepy and a bit sexy. Oh, really? Not for me. He's obviously... <laughs> Not for me. You said it just a bit too fast for me to um, believe that, fully. <laughs> he was like... <laughs> Not for me. The, I'm not turned on. A sheer nightgown. Yeah. Well, it's, like, it's classic Derek, on. isn't it? It is. Yeah, he, but like, it, she's looking down at a crib where she's had this horrific, she's had this horrific miscarriage, which obviously mm. really traumatised her. And he's like, look at that ass. Yeah, yeah. That's so, I mean? It's so on brand for Derry so to get the horn no matter Minga. what. I hate him. Um, it broke my heart to see she's looking down at nothing in the crib. The sound of the baby crying stopped. It was replaced by Alison's familiar, staggered whimper. I was no longer scared. I was sad. 
Alison spun around and I saw her face for a breath. Oh, God. Her pale green eyes dancing across my vision for just a second. <laughs> I literally went, oh, my God, green, and then remembered the green is actually a legitimate eye colour. <laughs> You're like, fuck. Yeah. It's yeah. green. I imagine the same colour as your boba. <laughs> so, oh, my God, green eyes. Oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. People do. People have green eyes, and it's fine. Uh, she sent a piercing scream at me. Then she was gone, and I was alone. Worse yet, I felt something walk past me while I was standing there in the door, numb. Was it her? I cleaned out all the baby stuff the next day and donated it. We had hung on to it in hopes that we would have another one. That was never going to happen. In the collection of baby stuff was a box of congratulation cards from after we told our family and friends that we were expecting. Bit, bit soon, isn't it? It's really soon. Uh, a card from Alison's cun, Leisha, triggered my memory. Cunt? <laughs> Cunt? I said Leisha. No. What Did, did you what? just hear someone say... Card from Alison's cun? <laughs> Sorry? Cunt. Did you, did, you, did you just hear that? I heard her say cunt, but I don't yeah. cunt. Yeah, but what's a cunt? Yeah, so I assumed it. No, you said cunt. No, <laughs> yeah, you that's said, why. yeah, you said That's cunt. why I looked at Barney and Barney went, <laughs> and then you, I went, cunt, you went, Alicia. <laughs> and I was like, no, I meant the bit where you, said, where you nearly said cunt. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, why did I do that? Okay, that was great, though. Good a comment. card from Alison's, Alison, I th- a cousin. I just thought. What? <laughs> Sometimes you just need to you speed Switch her up. off and on. <laughs> I'm going to yank your fucking headphones off soon. That was the most insane thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like Mr. Fucking Magoo. <laughs> so- Oops, I lost my fuck off. Oh, something dripped from the ceiling. Oh, it's very on brand for this person. Oh, it? gross. Right. Um, okay. Uh, a card from Alison's cousin, Laisha, triggered my memory. Laisha was a medium. The sceptic in me wanted to write Leisha off, but I hadn't told her I was coming. What? Sorry, I didn't need to do that, did I? What a dickhead. Why did you need to do that? I didn't need you, to. You, you're also very... What's the word when you um, use your hands a lot? Oh, do I, am I quite... What's the, what's ge- the word? Gesticular. Ge- yeah, you were gesticulating loads. Was and then I? you went, coming! Like that. <laughs> like I was conjuring a spell. So the sceptic in me wanted to write Leisha off, but I hadn't told her I was coming. And when he gets there, she had photos of Alison and I already waiting on her working table in her living room that smelt of weed. I see. She told me she knew I was coming. Alison hadn't contacted her, but she had felt her presence in the weeks before. Laisha explained to me that at some point in the history of their family tree, that Alison's family crossed something they should not have crossed and their bloodline was infected by a curse that carried all through every member of the family. It seemed that even those who weren't as afflicted by the internal demons as others, like Alison, something tragic always happened to them. Fatal car accidents, brain tumours, heart attacks at a young age, cervical cancer. Everyone was dragged down into darkness somehow, even if they tried to fight it by succeeding in life. Laisha comforted me by explaining there was nothing I could do for Alison, and I did the best I could, giving her love while I was able. She held my hand while explaining all of this. I told Laisha about what had been happening with me and Alison. I I thought the next sentence said something else. She took a long shit. (laughs) It doesn't say that. (laughs) If it did, I'd love that. Alicia went and uh, took a long shit. (laughs) (laughs) So childish. Sorry, I'm a child. I thought that was really funny. Oh, dear. She took a long long hit (laughs) off a vape. 
After apologising for doing so, she shook her long frizzy hair into her face. <laughs> what? Do you know funny as if <laughs> you read that sentence? As if she did have a long shit. Of a vape? <laughs> no, 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 like, took a long shit. <laughs> apologised. For doing so and then shook her frizzy mane in my face. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer that. Let's go with that version. Read it out again. Okay. Laisha took a long shift. <laughs> Apologised for doing so. And then shook her long frizzy hair into her face. I can't stop. Oh, gosh. Let's gather ourselves. Okay. okay. <laughs> she gave herself some time to connect with whatever she was channeling. Well, I bet she was. <laughs> and she squeezed. <laughs> My hand! <laughs> oh, it hurts. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. I I wet myself. I think I just shit. <laughs> Oh my god, that was so funny! <laughs> oh, for someone who doesn't like toilet talk. I know. Okay. <sighs> <coughs> she squeezed my hand. <laughs> she squeezed you. Stop that on yeah, purpose. No, I did. For a uh, uh, she squeezed my hand and possibly hard for a woman who looked like she could <laughs> be more than a hundred pounds. Speaking. <laughs> Squeeze the hand hard for a woman who looked like she couldn't have been more than a hundred pounds soaking wet. <laughs> Why is Derek saying that? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> okay. Can Should we, we please that professional? Leisha explained that Alison's family being around when she passed onto the other side was not a good thing. She thinks their dark energy infected her. She passed over and she may have been infiltrated by a darkness or a demon on the other side. And now that darkness was taking over her and pushing her towards me. She also explained that uh, she also explained that darkness or demon lived in the cancer that killed her and it may have been affecting her from the very first sprout of it, getting into her brain, creating that anger, that hurt in our relationship. She insinuated something about the miscarriage but stopped herself. She went into that ghosts are souls that feel unresolved with their life and the world and linger trying to hang on to it and demons can act like parasites, using those lingering ghosts to get back into and negatively affect the living world. This may have been what was going on with Alison. Laisha explained the only way to start keeping the last shreds of Alison's stolen and shredded spirit was to get rid of every single thing I was holding on to that was her, physically and digitally. I didn't want to do it. She assured me it was the only way. She said I had to get rid of the tattoo Alison gave me. What? Laisha gave me a mirror and showed me the tiniest little letter A etched in black ink behind my left earlobe. I remember a scab and pain there just after the boiling water incident in the shower. I wrote it off as part of the scolding and healing process and had never looked behind my ear. She explained Alison must have given it to me around that time while I was sleeping. Laisha also insisted I move out of the house we lived in together. I agreed and followed through with it, moving in with my parents. 
I went back to the house and started cleaning out all of Alison's things. I donated as much as I could to charity. The last piece was my wedding ring. I stopped wearing it after a year, but kept it in my nightstand. This was the one recommendation I didn't completely obey. I didn't get rid of it as she suggested. I put it in a safe deposit box at my bank. I just couldn't bear to not have it exist in the world. I experienced some grace at my parents' house. I was there for a week with no disturbances. I finally got some good sleep, got some work done, started eating again. We had a wonderful <coughs> dinner at home with my parents the first night after I moved in. Three full glasses of wine made me feel good, put me in the moment. That wine helped me drift off to sleep and keep me there for quite some time, but not through the entire night. Drinking always made me have to get up and pee in the middle of the night. I was in the bathroom when I heard the sound of music. The music lured me out into the dark living room and I realized it wasn't music. It was Alison's voice coming hushed out of the echo dot in the room. It was so low I couldn't make out what she was saying. I drifted over to the corner of the room where the Alexa was to try and listen. There was a lit candle flickering next to the Alexa, the flame seeming to flicker with the rhythm of the soft words coming out of the device. Uh. I didn't remember the candle being on when we went to bed. Closer to the Alexa, I could make out the words coming out of the machine. I heard a fragment of the wedding vows Alison and I read to each other. My emotions swelled in my chest, and in unison, the dozen other candles in the room ignited. Uh. Strong flames casting the room in a pale light all around me. For a second, I saw a glimpse of someone standing in front of me next to the Alexa, but then a swift gust of wind came through and knocked all of the candles over, and the image of the person was gone. Is this room outside? How many gusts of wind have been that fucking strong? <laughs> yeah, listen, it's an old house, you know, crazy. Um, the candle in front of me fell onto a framed photo of my parents with Alison and I, smiling on our wedding day, standing in a golden field on a summer afternoon. I watched the frame and photos set ablaze with incredible speed. Still frozen, I heard Alison's voice on the Alexa switch from reading to simply crying. Those familiar sobs filled my ears and started to get louder and louder the longer I stood there. The flames started to build around me, yet I still couldn't move. I heard my mum scream from behind me. Alison's cries got louder on the Alexa as if they were trying to compete with my mum's screeches. My mum was able to yank me out of the room. We were able to get out the house and get the fire department soon enough to save the house with only some moderate fire damage. I went to see Laisha immediately. She was waiting on the front porch of her house even though it was just daybreak and I hadn't told her I was coming. Nursing a cup of coffee <coughs> and freshly killed bowl of weed. Laisha took me inside and sat me down. She grabbed me by the face and pulled mine closer to hers. I'll share the words she shared with me. Oh, it's going to be a part five. There's going to be a part five. There's going to have to be. Yeah. So that is the cliffhanger. And then part five will be the last one. Are you enjoying it? Yeah. Wasn't expecting the part five, obviously, but we have decided to. And I don't think anybody else was either. Okay, you ready for my story? I'm ready for your story, please, Hannah. Okay. Fucking hell. <laughs> the story does not have a title. When I was about five or six, I saw something outside my window. My room then had a bay window with a built-in bench so you could sit on it or use it as storage. It sits about four foot off the ground if you're looking at it from the outside and about two foot out from the house. During the day, it let the light shine in just right and the view from my window is a bit of lawn that leads into the woods. 
One night after my parents tucked me in, turned out the lights, I rolled over and was trying to fall asleep to the rain. Rain is the best, isn't it? Love it. Beautiful. I didn't Especially when you're wrapped up inside. And oh, you're yeah. Crazy. I like watching people outside in the rain. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> I wouldn't mind one day just getting a caravan okay. just so I can hear the rain on it and I can be inside with like some red wine. Yes, do you know, you know what, though? Caravans are always cold and a bit damp. It's like camping. Uh, camping sounds really nice to you remember condensation. That's true. All right. <laughs> Fuck my caravan dream. Don't then. do that. Just stay at home. Thanks. I didn't sleep with a nightlight or any other light in my room. My room was down at the end of the hall. At the beginning of the hallway is a door you can shut. My parents would shut this door after putting us to sleep so they could go and do their own things without waking us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Own things, sure. As I am trying to sleep, watching the lightning and listening to the rain, doing the slow blink kids do before I fall asleep, I saw eyes. Yellow, glowing eyes. Now green is... Yellow! Yeah. <laughs> Yellow is not an appropriate eye colour, ladies and gentlemen. Of course I scream and then start screaming for my mum and dad. They come bounding in, asking what's happened, what's wrong. I'm crying, pointing to the window and sobbing, saying, Eyes, eyes, daddy, there's eyes. I hate you saying that, it was horrible. (laughs) Daddy, there's eyes. My dad gives me the look of, really? And then says, there's nothing there, everything's fine, the thunder's probably scared you. All the while, my mum is sitting with me, comforting me. Beginning to calm down, I believe them enough to lay back down and say goodnight. This time, my parents leave the door open, just in case. So after they leave, I fall. I just face the door instead of the window and finally fall asleep. Wake up the following morning, forgotten about my scare last night, go on to do what four or five-year-olds do. Cut to that night, normal evening routine. Parents tuck me in, say goodnight, leave the door open. Again, I start to doze off, facing the door instead of the window. This night there was no rain or storms, just crickets. For some reason, I was pretty restless that night. I kept tossing and turning. I just couldn't get comfortable. At one point, I ended up opening my eyes and was facing the window. When my eyes focused on them, I saw them. The yellow, glowing eyes. This time they blinked. At this point, I screamed for my dad. My dad comes in, flips on the bedroom light, rubs my eyes. I'm pretty sure they were sleeping. He asks what's wrong, and I go through the same spiel as the night before. He says nothing. Probably a deer. Yeah, I was going to say, yellow eyes sounds like And they're in the woods. Yeah, like a jaguar. Yeah. Okay, well, that's a bit fucking scary, isn't it? Don't they eat you? Mm, They can't get in through glass, though, can they? I don't know. I don't don't want the risk. Well... A jaguar? Where do jaguars live? They're from Colombia. So not where this is based. Well, how do you know it's not in Colombia? Because it says Wigan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Not many jaguars in Wigan. <laughs> Although you say that. that, there are about, like, um, there's been sightings of wildcats. It's um, not in Wigan. It's probably America somewhere. Yeah, okay. Um. Anyway, probably a deer. My mum finds a nightlight and plugs it in the hallway. I told her the light was too bright and I couldn't sleep. At this point, my parents getting irritated. I'd be so annoyed, but shut the fuck up, go to sleep. I could tell they were getting flustered and knew if I kept it up, I'd be more than likely get into trouble. My mum decided she would plug in the bathroom at the beginning of the hall and leave the door cracked and mine as well, so there was a lot of light. Tucked back in, good night. They added, it's late, there's nothing there, it's just a deer. When you screamed, you probably scared it away, you're fine, go to sleep. He then tells me to turn over and look at the window and says, look, there's nothing there. I nod my head, roll over and say goodnight. I keep my eyes closed and face the door and eventually fall asleep. The next day I have what I saw fresh in my mind throughout the day. I couldn't stop thinking about the yellow eyes. That night, going through the nightly routine, before saying goodnight, my dad says, we are not going to do this. I see eyes think. You know what it was, don't you? I nod my head, not wanting to get into trouble. It was a deer, right? Again, I nod my head. Okay, love you. 
Go to sleep. There is nothing out there that can hurt you, let alone get in here. You're perfectly safe and there is no reason for you to get obsessed. Both my parents give me a kiss and turn out the light and leave. I pulled the covers up over my head and tried to force myself to sleep. Of course I couldn't and just kept tossing and turning. At one point, I had turned over and knew I was facing the window. I still had the covers pulled up over my head. I remember laying there as still as I could, breathing as quietly as I could. I started to pull the covers over my eyes as slowly as I could to look out the window. There was nothing there. Once I had laid my head back down on the pillow, I looked back at the window. There they were. Same place. Same height. Same everything. The yellow, glowing eyes. I was frozen, couldn't move, didn't want to move, and kept staring. There they were, blinking. But tonight, the eyes moved. Side to side, just slightly. I covered my head and closed my eyes tight. Then my brain kicked into gear and I hopped out of bed. Flipped my room light on, ran down the hall, grabbed the nightlight, plugged it into my room. I turned my bedroom light off, hopped it back into bed. Couldn't see the eyes again. I eventually fell asleep. I never said anything because I knew they wouldn't believe me. I never saw it after that night. My parents still didn't believe me. I've had to have every window covered at night ever since. Ooh. But did you disappear when he turns the light on? <clears throat> they go. Yeah. Yeah. So just sleep with the light on. Great. Well, at least we've covered that. Well, I like... Do you know what? That... I wonder if it was actually something menacing. Yeah, have you ever seen, um, like, My Neighbour Totoro? Like what? the Studio Ghibli films. like. Spirit oh, sorry, I thought you meant your neighbour. <laughs> you see my neighbour? <laughs> like, not lately, no, I was just getting on. Um, Spirited Away, is that the... It's like the Japanese animated like, cartoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. In my head, it's just some friendly, like, um, animal. You know, like cartoon animal being like, hello. Okay, okay I um... think that's absolutely fucking nuts. <laughs> what do you think it is? I think it's a ghost. Do you think it's a demon? No, I think it's a deer, but... Yeah, for the sake of us. For the sake of, for the sake of ghost ones, I think it's. Uh, I don't. This, this, the thing is, kids see. Where, kids are way more open to seeing things than adults are. They are. We don't As we see. found many times in these. Podcasts. But kids do also have a very. Um, what's the word? Vivid imagination. Uh, welcome back to. My Incredible Bendable Son, part two. <laughs> so insane. Uh, we left on um, the son, the bendable son, being an absolute fucking nightmare. <laughs> Just like vomiting up glass beads yeah. that had killed him for half an hour. Do you remember he was dead for like yeah. half an hour? Yeah. Um, and he, he thinks something diabolical is happening with his son. Um <clears throat> Our son sat sleepily in his crib with a puzzled expression on his face as though he was concerned about my be weird behaviour. I tried to stammer an explanation to Alice on our walk back to bed, but I couldn't shake the feeling that my son was laughing silently at me behind my back. From there, things only got worse. The next night, I woke from a revolting dream in which a giant leech was writhing around inside my sheets, sucking me dry. And just like in the dream, there was a weight on my chest when I woke. It was Jake, giggling as he crawled around our bed. It was all I could do to keep myself from shoving him off me. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck off. This is your son, I told myself. You love him. And it was true. But more and more, I was starting to wonder whether the thing inside that crib was really Jake at all. That's where we ended. Yes. I installed a bolt on Jake's bedroom door. Surely that would stop his late night wanderings. But the next night, my son was back in bed with us again. 
I placed a motion-activated camera in the hallway, hoping to figure out how on earth Jake had opened a bolt. And what I saw on that eerie night vision footage will haunt me for the rest of my life. Oh, God. Something slid beneath my son's door. A hand. Mm. At first, it looked just like Jake's, but as the arm stretched upwards towards the lock and the fingers extended, its appearance changed into something monstrous. My son's arm had somehow passed beneath the door, reached all the way up its length and unbolted its lock with clawed, hairy fingers. Oh, I don't like that at all. The hideous arm retracted, the door creaked open, and Jake crawled along the ceiling towards our bedroom. Like a spider. Yeah. The last still image the camera captured was Jake's freakishly extended foot and snarling face as he kicked it away. I watched the clip again and again, unable to reconcile what I'd seen with the toddler dozing peacefully just a few feet away. During the day, Jake was completely normal. He threw tantrums, coloured and played with his toys, asked a question every five seconds and fell asleep eating his Cheerios. Maybe it was just at night when he... A sudden thump. Fucking hell. Jolted me out of my reverie. Jesus. I'm out of my reverie now. Yeah. Scared me out of my reverie. Fuck off out of your reverie. You scared the shit out of my reverie. Good, good. Jake was awake. In fact, he was standing right next to me. A lifeless expression on his face. He'd just slammed his little fist into my computer, right above the port where I'd inserted the camera's SD card. Was he trying to destroy the video? Thump. Thump. Jake brought his fist down two more times with impossible strength, shattering my laptop's fragile plastic covering and the SD card inside. And that wasn't all. My mind didn't want to process it, couldn't process it. But Jake had grown taller than me. I looked down in horror at the extra 40 inches of deformed flesh that started at my son's pyjama bottoms and ended in the clawed feet on the floor. I shut my eyes and clamped down a scream. When I opened them again, Jake was crawling on the rug, completely fixated on the toy truck in front of him. His face and body were completely normal, but my laptop was a broken mess. Jake, or whatever was inside of him, was getting more powerful. Alice and I felt hunted inside our own home. Whenever we tried to discuss what was happening to Jake, we'd hear his tiny feet scurrying impossibly fast, and suddenly, he'd be standing right beside us, listening. Ugh. Watching with those dark blue, endlessly deep eyes. After what happened last night, I suppose I can't blame Alice for leaving. I'd spent the day installing a key-operated lock on Jake's bedroom door. I set up a baby camera in the room that streamed live to Alice and I case he needs us, I told myself. But the truth was, I'd set it up for our own protection. If Jake started to change, we'd know about it. The new setup was supposed to help us sleep, but in the end, Alice and I just lay awake watching what was happening on the other side of the baby camera. We stared at our perfectly ordinary, snoozing, thumb-sucking toddler as though we were watching a tense scene in a horror movie, the kind so terrifying that it's impossible to look We'd gone without sleep for so long, I suppose it was just a matter of time. I couldn't blame Alice when she dozed off on my shoulder. I kept nodding off as well. I tried to tell myself that one of us needed to keep watch. Why don't they just swap around? Why don't they just do different... Yeah, I know. Just take in fucking turns. Why are you both away? Idiots. They deserve us. (laughs) They deserve Jake being a demon. Every time I looked up, the scene on the screen was unchanged. The small, cute shape of Jake in the onesie pyjamas, one arm round his teddy bear... Maybe things are fine now, the treacherous, exhausted part of my mind whispered. Maybe the danger, or whatever it was, has passed. My chin 
hit my chest. My eyes popped open with a start. A dark shape, probably Jake's teddy bear, lay in front of the camera, blocking it. Oh no. Uh oh, just Teddy. And where was our son? That's what it says. At first I didn't notice the sounds coming from beside me. I turned slowly, almost not wanting to see. And I saw Jake's monstrous fingers toying with my wife's hair. His open mouth was pressed against hers and something bulky and hideous was sliding down her throat. Horrible. Although whether Jake was draining something out of Alice or infesting her with something of his own, I couldn't tell. My whole world became that horrible strangled sound. Those two entangled figures lit only by the eerie green glow of the screen and my own paralysing fear. Alice's hands struggled feebly, trying to pry Jake off her face. It was only then that I found the strength to act. I grabbed Jake from behind and pulled. It took both of our combined strength to pry him, screeching and flailing off of Alice's face. Both of their mouths were covered in a lipstick smear coating of bright red blood. Alice coughed and spit something up. A tiger's eye glanced (gasps) speed. Fuck! Fuck! The children's the incredible bendable wife! (laughs) Yeah, it's like a zombie film. She stared at it for a long second, then grabbed her purse and walked out of the door. (laughs) She's like, no. I'm going for a wine. (laughs) Yeah, no, I've had enough of this. I need a fucking drink. (laughs) Um, Get me a beer and a shot. (laughs) I could hear Jake giggling beside me as Alice started her car in the misty 4am darkness. Even then, I knew in my heart I'd never see her again. I've been home alone with Jake since then. Yeah, she's fucked off. She's (laughs) fucked right (laughs) off. Um, What the fuck? Yeah, I'm done with this. She's like, got my purse, don't need anything else. Got my purse. Got my purse. Got my... And, oh, what's Which is that? American my for handbag. Got my purse, my Adderall. Adderall. Ad, uh, yeah. Sorry, Americans. No stopping now. We've got quite a big listenership in America. We've got to stop this. <laughs> no. I've been home alone with Jake since then. He's been testing the boundaries. Yeah. Well, I bet he fucking has. He's literally a monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Changing more often and more obviously. I think he knows that no help is coming for me. I can hear him running through the house, laughing and smashing things for fun. Fuck. Imagine telling him get off his PlayStation. Get as enough screen time, Jake. (laughs) It's only a matter of time now. I'm not afraid of death. The moment Alice left, I accepted my fate. No, what I'm afraid of is, what if death is not the end? What if, after whatever Jake does to me, I wake up again and spit a tiger's eyeball of glass out onto the floor? What if I wake up as something else? Mm, I'd rather wake up as something else. What, is there a little monster smashing things? Yeah, wouldn't you? Mm. Obviously wants to do it, he's doing I'm it. I'm like that already. What? Uh, well, I'm clumsy and I smash shit. <laughs> oh my God, imagine <laughs> sitting and be like, oh, no one's fucking safe. <laughs> well, you're not, as you've seen. Get your plugs out your sockets, you're then going to come around and fucking rip them out anyway. Yeah, I, look, I've oh, got, what I've happened got, then? Oh my God, I've got glass that? beads in there. Yeah, we did say that before, didn't yeah. we? Remember? Right. Now it is time for the segment called We Get Haunted So You Don't Have To. This is our favourite bit. Um, what we're going to do is go it's a real, special day today. Real retro. Yeah. Um, and we're going to um, enlist Barney for some help with this because I don't know if you guys remember this from when you were younger, but um, did you ever try and make anyone levitate? 
Well, levitating your barn and you're being levitated. So oh, let's no. dim the lights, get Barney on the table, and then we'll recite And the levitate the shit out of you, mate. All right. Uh, make one of the lifters the leader. Would you want to be leader? Yeah. Okay. This is usually the party host. Oh, hi, that's me, party host. Um, can anyone... Okay, it helps if the leader is a bit theatrical, it says. Oh. Okay, Re clasp your hands together and release two pointer fingers... And then you have to be under the shoulders. So we're going to go right, on either there, side of yeah. Barney. Is that any hand? Well, I suppose it'd have to be your right one, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perform a test lift. Lol, no, we're not going to do that. Um, Lol. No, is it to see if we can physically lift him with two fingers each because then it could be fake? Yeah, exactly. Right, okay. Uh, so I've looked up the rules and what we're about to do is levitate Barney by saying stiff as a By the way, all that is staying in. Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. Um, so we're going to have to say it yeah. five times Okay. and then Barney's going to start fucking <laughs> flo floating around the fucking How are we going to get him back? <laughs> I don't think we need to worry about that right now. Yeah. So let's go for it, Hannah. Okay, you ready? What do I have to do as the lead host? Um, just to introduce the camera. Okay, hi. We're going to levitate Barney. Welcome <laughs> to the the pod box. Okay, Barney, Give me a cheer if you've rise. been to the pod box before. I'm really focused on on feeling light. Is that what you have to do? Is, it MC, is the, the MC? Give me a cheer if you've been to the pod box before. Can you not take the piss. I'm not. He's got to start flying around the room. Okay, you ready? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So where do I put the other fingers? <laughs> We're not about to finger Barney, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Christ's sake! Sorry! Right, where right. do I put my other fingers? Ready, steady, and then we're going to shut our eyes, and we're, at the same time, we have to say, stiff, stiff. I thought you put both fingers. Oh. Oh, no, it's on. the shoulders. Um, that's it? Yeah. OK, we have to say it at the same time. Light as a Stiff as a board, light as a feather. Oh, I thought we saw very wrong. Okay. Stiff as a board first. Stiff as a board, light as a feather. 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 Oh my god! Stiff myself. Oh my god! Can you feel like any different? Okay, that didn't work great. No? Are we not going to try again? Okay, one more time. One more time. No, but seriously now. And I'm everyone... one under the elbow, one under the shoulder. Go on then. Uh, what? Are you checking on the time? Yeah. No, okay. relax. Okay. You're about to go flying. <laughs> we're, you're about, Bonnie, we're about to like really go to the other world. <gasps> what? Fuck. 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 My, my. <laughs> Ready? Hey, okay. relax. Close your eyes. Ready? Stiff as a board, light as a feather. 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 Okay, well, that's good. Thank you, Well done, Barney. Technically, you are levitating now, or is that walking? Well, join us next week. We haven't got any... Oh, no, we've got part five of the Tinder story to come next week. Anything to plug? Um... Well, if if you our shows already happened, our shows has happened. Yeah. yeah, so just have a nice time. And yeah, have a life. great week, guys. And don't get haunted. Thank you for listening. As always, we massively appreciate it. Can't wait to see you again. Bye. Okay, thank you so much. Thank bye. You. Bye. 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 bye, 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 bye.